everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, and joining me is none other than my co-host, Avera. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hope you're having a lovely day and or night, wherever you might be. Um, I know I am, because I was off work today. Yeah, so now I'm just chilling. Woo! <laughs> I know! Finally! course i go back tomorrow but that's that's fine that's, that's whatever I, I get the feeling um, <laughs> everyone has their own struggles and that to deal with so <laughs> that aside next on the panel we have noble no 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 i'm done well that took a turn we went from Yay to no. <laughs> what, what do you think we're dealing with today? I couldn't exactly turn around and be cheerful. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> no, oh, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. Like with what, with what we've got lined up for this week, for this show, for this episode, it's it's pretty apt. But that aside, running out the panel today, we have Stifier. Hello. Back from the dead, but still technically dead. Is there a term that you have to coin called being clinically alive? No, <laughs> that still counts as alive. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All oh, right, fuck. let's again. <laughs> All right, well, I All guess right, we're demonetized. Back to play your place in being <laughs> dead. Not really. Yeah. Welcome to the death time. <laughs> Not really. All right. So, well, where do we start with? We've got the um, furry. A lot of shenanigans have been happening in the wider furry scene. And to really pick off where we left off from, let us start with the new, the biggest high profile quote unquote musician furry's known Pepper Coyote. So, so I heard of the guy in passing, but that's about it. Right. Um, well, he was um, he was a pretty. I think he still is pretty popular. He does like a lot of shows at a lot of furry cons. He used to be with um, <clears throat> uh, Fox Amore. I think they still work together. But yeah. So basically, what happened with him is uh, a few weeks ago he went to this convention uh, for socialists and it was pro Russia. And I'm not sure if you guys follow the whole Russian Ukrainian war, but, uh, they use like this Z symbol and he was like, they're promoting it and all that stuff. So basically he was saying that he stands with Russia. Right. And, and you guys know a lot of furries jumped on the pro Ukrainian bandwagon. So now they're canceling him because he supports like Russia. Yes. From, from what it looks like. About, talk about that in depth last week, but that's, we did. Yeah. I just wanted to give you a recap. Just a basic he, um, recap of what it is. That's that's true. <laughs> and so as a result of his support for Russia, he ends up getting cancelled from Denver, and now he gets cancelled from Euroference. The, Euro, the reason for Euroference, now this was interesting. And if you read their tweet, it says, with recent events in mind, the Euroference... Uh, BOD. Board, Board of Directors wishes to inform our attendees after a careful consideration he will not be performing... At Euroference 26, apologies to the late changes in the event and schedule. Uh, they did elaborate on this, and they said it was because of 
the situation in Europe currently? Because Euroference is in Europe. I think it's in Germany. Usually, yeah. Yeah, so because of the whole potential for World War Three going on over there, and I don't know. I, I don't know. I not to fit too much of a political thing, but I think with knowing how where Germany stands with Russia, it's not exactly, you know, all love, it's, you know, all love, love. It's That's a strange fun. situation that they would cancel him for that. You know, I he see. went to this other convention. I don't get it. I still have to ask, how is this even elite? How is this I, even what? I've I've heard of in the UK where and in America where people have been fired for similar sort of things, but in different scenarios, and yet it's not legal for them to do that. And while conventions get to choose who they have making decisions on this sort of thing, probably isn't going to work too well for them later on in the future. It's because of all the profits that they think they'll get. Oh, if we do this publicly as well. Just imagine all the clicks and everything we're going to get online and how many more people are going to come because they think, oh, we support this, but really we probably don't care. I think it's also very strange that the whole cancel culture hate mob essentially just went after Pepper like crazy. They were, then they started saying all these crazy like bad things about him. I'm not going to get into like details, but right. uh, they just started going nuts. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought you were like one of – he was like one of you. Like, what are you talking about? What's going on here? It was very yeah. strange. Live comments. Some fun live comments we've got here. Beowulf, thanks for tuning in. I wonder how many CDs were destroyed after the announcement that Pepper was cancelled. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Wait, do you think they did it in protest? Or do you think they oh, did yeah. it because they don't like Pepper anymore? Because he supports Russia and how dare you and all that. And maybe they just but, want to cancel him. Probably Ooh. because of that, trying to cancel him. So it was a burn the book situation. So, like, ooh, I don't want this anymore. Right, and you know what, the, these days, you know, digital being the way it is, people must have deleted his music in protest. Oh, now you're cancelled from my library. Yeah. So, here's a question. How much is your CD's going to go up? I don't know. Probably not much. It is only Furby music. Well, <laughs> if, if the music isn't being produced anymore, and there's only a certain number of discs and half the people burn them, then technically the price is going to go up something significantly. Well, it's always okay, possible. But not sure how much the price of CDs are, but if, as a side note, if you want to invest in physical music, I'd say vinyl would be the way to go. Well, I got to say, actually, at Free For All, um, 2 Griffin was selling some of his old music from like back in the late 90s, early 2000s, and he sold, I think, like quite a bit of copies. I know some people that bought some. So, yeah, you never know. But vinyl is definitely the way to go. Mm. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Preservation, yes. Yeah, definitely. All right. Next live comment. Ali, thanks for tuning in. Maybe Pepper Coyote should perform at Free For All next year. He might as well because he's going to join the Cancel Completely Club eventually. Lol. I don't know what the future holds for him. I mean, I think he did some, like, apology stream or something on Twitch the other day. I didn't watch right. it, but... Yeah, he, I don't wanted, know. he did like, say he wanted to make, you know, make people have, you know, he did that, like, so people could make heads or tails about it. Whether they did, I don't know. But I was going to say, like, no doubt he's going to pull every fucking trick out of his ass that he possibly can to keep his fame. Um, or his fan base, even. Well, yeah. Isn't it? 
better at this time to just simply stop doing public shit and sort of like right. sit away, sit back, and just let things sort of roll over for like See, maybe what this three is or why furries and public relations seem to be a mutually exclusive thing. Being good at PR. I mean, I guess you could wait for it to like blow over and stuff, but he's like legit not allowed to go to Europe right now. Like that's kind of weird. Or at least Euroferns, I mean. It's like if that was me, I'd be pretty pissed. Right. Like I, I had this planned like three months in advance. What the fuck? You know, like I'd be mad. But looking at the con timetable of whatever's left of the furry convention scene this year, well, he's still got some pickings who who may or may not want to cancel him. You know, we've got Apocalypse, Midwest Fur Fest, and all that other stuff. And, you know, where they stand with it is, I'm not so sure. If if they're, Or if they'll even have Pepper Coyote be allowed to perform there. That's so on. crazy. Like, what did he actually do wrong, though? I mean, yeah, I, I don't really agree with everything he says, but, like, that's that's really backwards, right? Like, mm -hmm. since that's really not right. He didn't deserve that crap. Yeah. But that's the world we live in. And see, again, this is like one of those things that makes me say, what the F, I love Pepper Coyote now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm I don't know. Mixed vibes. Mixed vibes all around. <laughs> right, yeah. I don't know. I mean I like some of his music, yeah, he's he's pretty good. But uh we'll have to wait and see what what this what goes on. <laughs> It's gonna yeah. turn around and completely cancel. The next thing we know is a raider. Oh god. <laughs> One can only dream. Like that'd be really that'd be so funny. Or even yeah, if he ends up performing at free for all because Peace did offer him an olive branch. You know, I know what you're going through, Pepper. Stay I mean that would be pretty cool if he did want to perform there. I mean, I'd go. Okay. I haven't seen him since I think Anthro New England. Yeah, I think that was the last time we saw him. Ferdu. Oh, wow. Yes, yes, he came to the con I went to three years ago. So, yeah. Speaking of, this is a perfect segue to tell you what's happening in the Gold Coast because just as Ferdu is in the Gold Coast, there is a new convention down here in Australia that I've only just recently found out about. Oh, not the one you showed me before. Yes. Uh. It is. I have to be the bearer of bad news, but here it is. It is a convention called KangaCon. Described itself as Australia's oh, first gosh. age play convention. No. We can only blame Jolton Noble for this. Kanga See, KangaCon, that sounds like a cute Australian furry convention, right? Oh, yeah. it's kangaroo mascot or whatever. Yes. But what? If it was going to cate with the themes, technically it should be JoeyCon. Exactly. Um, exactly. So what is this all about here? What, what's going on? They've just popped up a new website. There's scantly any details. Oh, but one of hell. the links... Oh, I saw a ball pit. They have a ball pit? Oh, no. Did you see it? Yep. Oh, there it was. There it was. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, let's look at their About Us page. KangaCon is a conference event for those that wish to come together with other age players, regardless of gender, identity, race, age, or ability. 
Wait, regardless of age? Okay. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Regardless of that? All right. Uh, let's see. Go on. <laughs> we aim to provide an all-inclusive, safe space for age players to express themselves, learn, and share their ideas, thoughts, and dreams while supporting each other through education, volunteering, and respect. I just have to ask whether or not, what was that Furcon a couple years back now where you had a bunch of um, baby furs doing some rather questionable acts? Um, Motor City Furcon was the latest example I can think of. Yeah, we're going to have that sort of shit going on. Even the organizers had to issue a statement about that one. Oh, Lord, me. That was, yeah, that's the the most contemporary example I can think of. See, this is the thing I'm going to be worried about if people get the idea that this is supposed to be also an event for children. Uh, oh, God. I, I, is it 18 plus? Because they're not saying that. It, ex- yeah. It's 18 plus, yes. Oh, right. Uh, I was going to say, if they're doing age play, only... the whole thing about age play, then clearly it's to do with sexual fantasies. So they better not allow a single child anywhere near the premises. Um. I'm stuck here about it though, but it's it may be a bit more nuanced than that. But I won't say much more about it. Mm. Stifia, I will say this: that Australia's unfortunately become a little bit more um, loose with this sort of shit. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if a few kids do end up going, thinking that it's for them, or at least the parents taking them, thinking that it's like family friendly or something. Family friendly event. Well, yeah, because if they advertise it with all the baby kangaroos and everything posted everywhere, but not actually saying what it is, then they're just going to think, oh, it's something nice advertised for us all. Yay! Yeah, this is one of those kinds of events where I would do what Free For All had done, which is made sure to publicly state multiple times that, you know, this is uh, what, what the event's for, versus where they've done it here, where it's just did you see it anywhere on the website? Well, I mean, sort of Twitter thing, but not. Um... Yeah, they did say it's for like age play enthusiasts, basically. But I thought this was a furry con. It's not like what, what exactly is this? Can you go back to like the events that they it, have? Going it on? is an age play con. Okay. Not so much. So... Not so much a um furry con. Yeah. So yes, okay. it has a ball pit. Oh my <laughs> god, it does! Oh yes. Ball pit. Fucking Beautiful. Hell. Okay. Oh, but look at the little kangaroo on the bottle. This is... Oh, what the heck is this? Alright, so they have... Self-acceptance. Oh, okay, okay. Read this one here. Our classes will include mummies, daddies, and switches. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, then. Relationship. So, people aren't going to really comprehend what's going on this in this, are they? No. No. At they face a... value, they would think that it's well. Yeah. Yeah. This is concerning. I, I really don't want to see this in the news. I mean, well, how many people do you think are actually going to go to this? I mean, like, who is this for, really? Like, is there a big community for this specifically? Again, uh. That's... See, I would like to think Australia's scene has something, but it's furry is still super niche down there, and that's what you've got. Yeah, so like, how popular could this possibly be? Well, that's the thing, though. There might not be a massive amount of them in Australia, 
But the people that are into that kind of stuff will most definitely yeah. be weird and creepy enough to right. purchase all of the tickets and everything they need just to get down there for it. All right, live comment here, Emerson Collie. A fur con for baby furs. If just, just an no. app descriptor, I would say. Yeah, yeah but it's at. not for fur. I wonder if furries are going to show up to this. I've... They might, because, I mean, KangaCon with a little kangaroo as a mascot, I mean, probably. Hmm. I don't know. All right, I think there's some there's some things here that may be a bit concerning at the moment. Let's have a look. Apparently, there is a a vetting process to get into KangaCon. Oh, okay. oh. oh no, no, no. Oh, have no. you been convicted of a crime? Okay. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, hang on. At least they're following the law here. Um, yeah. What's the term yeah. called again? I forget. Um, Background spent checks. convictions. If you've got any spent convictions, uh, you can't be discriminated. I wouldn't say discriminated against, but it can't be used against you. Yeah, right. so that that's following Australian law, but this is I, I I am sorry, but this is really going far. I've never had to say whether or not I was convicted of a crime whenever I go to any convention. That's that's never happened before. <laughs> you just know the entire oh. words of age play exactly the kind of crowd that this is going to fucking bring. Oh goodness yeah. gracious! So, just a bit of a, a tip, otherwise. Um, this is the kind of thing that you'd have to put in for a job application mm -hmm. or if you were working with vulnerable people and children. So this uh, criminal conviction thing is a real red flag to me for mm -hmm. a fur con. Yeah, I because mean, it's not necessary. This is yeah, this would be absolutely necessary if you were a volunteer or if you were doing work with the actual con itself. But if you're just an attendee, yeah, uh, that's a little not. suspicious. Like, why are they making everyone do this just to make yeah. sure? Like, oh boy, they know what they're doing. Well, exactly. Yeah. So they've not even opened. They've only just announced it. Yeah, they already know the exact kind of crowd that age play is going to bring along. And not just that, they seem to think this is all some sort of club. You know, you need a personal reference from someone in the community. Oh yeah, in the community. What community? I oh, mean, yeah. I mean, is Age Play itself a community? I thought that was more like a part of something. I don't know. Oh, this is. I don't know. I have never looked into it, but I mean, maybe it is that popular enough where they can have their own convention. And... I don't know. Maybe some furries will show up. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe some like anime be... people. That's what I'm thinking. Probably like a lot of like weebs and bronies, like and maybe oh well, maybe bronies too. But like you know people like anime like the lolly girls and all that stuff. They'll probably oh, do yeah. that. It seems like it'll be a lot of the furries that like to pretend to be like cubs and shit. Maybe if they're the ones that go. If anyone, if any furries go, I mean who knows. Mm -hmm. I've just never heard of anything like this before. No. An age play convention. Like what is yeah. that supposed to mean? What? Vera, <laughs> like I've never heard of it. Avera, this type of thing outside of the furry community has been 
going on for decades and decades and decades. I mean, I, I think I remember reading something about it being uh, in England in like the 14, uh, what, like 17, 18, 1900s. So this type of um, fetish isn't new specifically. But no, I know that. For, I'm just saying I've never seen a convention for it specifically. They're usually private. Yeah. Uh, well, it's basically, it's they're fully publicly advertising a sexual fetish. That's that's basically what's happening here. And what's concerning is that they're not advertising it as. Yeah. Yeah, that's the weird thing because I actually have seen some uh, con- conventions out there specifically for like particular fetishes, like. Like, whatever, I've actually seen that before. And, but they advertise it as such. Like, they're working with, like, I don't know, sponsored by Pornhub or something. But with this convention, it seems like they're trying to seem like they're wholesome. Yeah, as if it's, oh, we're just a bunch of people that like pretending and role-playing like we're a different age than what we actually are. I mean, and some people do that. Like, they do. They're like, I'm a thousand-year-old dragon, you know, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, but usually... As you can tell by the images they're all using, it is mainly aimed at people who would pretend to be younger. Yeah, that, or yeah, the imagery of cubs. For oh, that's clearly what it's all about. Yeah, that's it, it's set in their panel. Mm-hmm. So it's literally just a big cub fest, basically. Which, oh god, that just sounds fucking vile. You see, but you're thinking from a furry lens. It's not a cub fest because, like, the people that go there, they don't think of themselves as cubs. Most of them probably. They probably just think of themselves as like mommy, daddy, daughter, baby. Who knows? They don't think of themselves as like cubs, like like we would. <laughs> I know it's an interesting perspective, right? Just so anyone watching this can realize what we're having an issue with is that, from what we can tell, this is going to be an adult-only event, but yeah. it's not prominently advertised as such for instance regular warnings on the main page a bit yeah at least a big logo or something rather than the tiny little emoji or mention of it in the twitter bio because come on who the fuck reads twitter bios these days i do other than avira (laughs) (laughs) i do because it gives you a hint of what the person is like yeah Yeah, when it's when there's something advertising, you're not going to think, oh, yeah, here's this advert. Let's go and read the Twitter bio to find out more. Oh, sometimes I do. If it's like a weird ad, I'm like, yo, who the hell is this person? And this specifically, like a convention like this, yeah, I want to know who's involved. Like, who are these people? Are, are these furries? Well, are they not? Like, what's happening here? shouldn't be down to the tiniest tidbit of information in the Twitter bio. It should be there in the ad or at least a section of it on the website so people understand what it's for. Right. Well, it seems like they're still working on that. All yeah. I can say is I can't wait to see the ending of this. And uh, can we put boomboxes? Can I put boomboxes uh, the... post up? Right. The one that says sounds like, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Really might does. So I Oh, actually, I want to. Can we say on what Ali just said? Uh, she said, as uh, Avera, you are incorrect. Age play is actually a community. Some people use it as a sexual thing and others don't. Or it can be used for both reasons. 
No, yes, uh, that is true. That is true. Some people do use it as just a form of role play and like fantasy, like in gaming stuff like that. Yes, I I do know that. I didn't know how big the community actually was, but I know it can be sexual as well, because that's it's just very you know anything nuanced. can. Yeah, so I, I I do know that that it can not be. So I guess if that's what this convention is going for, uh yeah, but I don't know. It seems like. Even, it. But they have even said in their Twitter bio, it's eighteen plus. So maybe yeah, they're not going for something more innocent. And then they also said you can all come together regardless of age. So like, what? That's a contradiction right there. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I identify as eighteen. What if what if you role play as eighteen and you're actually like twelve? Right, well, exactly. Yeah. That, that's where some serious issues start to come in yeah. because you, you can't like, discriminate against me. I I identify as twenty two, mm-hmm. but you're still that's, in middle school. That's, that's okay. I've said on their own showcase of it is you can come no matter what age you are, but then in the tiniest little bit where most people will print. never see it, eighteen plus. I yeah. seriously, we should probably <laughs> start looking at moving on and wait until after the actual con has occurred. And then try to like tear that to pieces and find out exactly what went on. If or yeah. wait until the news tears to pieces before it even starts. Well, maybe now knowing the news now, they might just suck up to it rather than yeah. Oh yeah, true. So, how optimistic are you feeling about it on a scale of not a, f- not a lot, right? <laughs> just I, I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah, I'm not optimistic or pessimistic. I don't know what to say. Like, will it <laughs> yeah. happen? I don't know. It just shouldn't. Mm, all right. So, next item we've got list is Pride Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this uh, is funny. Uh, this is some really funny stuff. So as you know, they put all these Pride flags in the, the latest Spider-Man game, uh, Marvel's you know Spider-Man Remastered, mm-hmm. and um, so what. Ahmad ended up doing was replacing all the gay pride flags with the American flag. Like, as a mod, you can get for the game. Like, it, I guess the, the AI just recognizes so it. They, um, they changed the coding and the textures, like, in the game files, so... Oh, and you think you just download the mod, and then there's the game with American flags instead. Yeah, so they, it replaces, essentially, the gay flags with the United States flags. That's cool. I mean, what's wrong with that? Well, oh. I want the everything because that makes a lot. Work. Yeah, you know that the rainbow mob is going to come after them. Exactly. How, How dare you? Yeah, and so <laughs> go on. Plain old curiosity. Uh, wouldn't the American flag normally have been there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because this would have been an accurate depiction of NYC. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's an accurate depiction of NYC, then there would have been some gay pride flags all over the damn place because it's it's New York. <laughs> but there would have been a lot of American flags too, and you didn't really see any of them in the original game until this mod came out. Right. And so what actually happened is this mod that was posted into the um the central mod repository for PC games called Nexus Mods eventually got yeeted twenty four hours. Oh, they've actually fully taken it down. Bloody hell. Yes. And so... Yes, and so the articles from from PC Gamer basically said... 
you know, what? like Nexus, you know, one person from Nexus mods basically said that the user and the mod were no longer welcome on Nexus. Oh God, so... this is like this is a cult mentality. This is like some weird mafia shit. Like he he made this mod, you know, to like obviously take a jab at the LGBT people. And now it's like you are banned from being a moderator. How dare you go Mod against moderator. us? Like cre creating mod mods for video games, like modifying a video game. Yeah, that's with... like what the hell? And it's well, funny. Can... Oh it's my god, look at this! Pride in the slightest. It's just trying to get your Spider-Man game to be more like Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, right. Spider-Man. It's about America. And also, people want to play games to escape reality. You know, we don't want to see all this political nonsense shoved down our throat every single day. So, yeah, the mod is probably preferable. When I sit here and hear how they, the game officially was released as, you know, with all these flags in it, this seems more like basically propaganda. Yeah, that's what it is. That's why they do it. And that's why they're so mad at this guy who uh... got rid of it. Well, to say nothing about what Sony Insomniacs, you know, Sony and and what they did with Spider-Man, you know, they put the the flags in the first place, and now this guy's just doing what you call it what you want. I would say he's doing a service, but next is <laughs> otherwise. I'd say more reactionary, but a service will also do. Right. So, who wants to read oh, Nexus mods as statement, like according to? The fact the user needed to make a sock puppet like a coward to upload the mod showed their intent to troll and that they knew it would be would not be allowed, said the site. Had they not been a coward and had they used their main account instead, we would have simply removed the mod and told them that we did not want to host it, only banning them if they re-uploaded it again after being fairly warned. The creation of the sock puppet removed any doubt and made it a very easy decision for us. Both the sock puppet account and the user's main account have been banned. All right. Jesus. What? Just... Because he made a mod that they they disagree with. How dare you? Hold That's on. Nuts. Just to be clear, this isn't the Confederate flag they're talking about. Uh, yeah. It's not like this exactly is the current United States of America. Officially recognized flag. Yep. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, and the gay pride flag is more of a political movement. So what's just, what's wrong here? Just remember that this website have said this. This company have done this. How are they going to feel in ten years' time? <laughs> Pretty stupid. Oh, it would not be. It would not be something that ages so well. No, they'll probably be broke by then. Yeah, like they won't even be around in ten years if they keep pulling this crap. Yeah, no, people are fighting yeah. against it. Like we don't want this nonsense. And if anything, the fact that he made that dummy account just shows he already expected that people were going to give a backlash when all he was doing was creating a simple, tiny, tiny little mod that doesn't even affect anything or anyone. No, right? I, no, I could, it, it hurts the propaganda of the rainbow cult. That's all it does. Mm -hmm. Alright, some could... live comments first, though. Just, I mean, with all this stuff, like, you could replace it with whatever flag you want. Shouldn't, shouldn't be offensive, right? So here's some live comments to do. Make it funnier. 
Fox Carter Husky replaced the LGBT flags with no step on snack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> yeah, or the Gatson flag, the one that says, don't tread on me. Yes. Ah, uh, beautiful. I know. Ali says, I would have loved that if they made a rebel flag mod. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, that, that would have been kind of funny too. Like, for all the people that live in the South, <laughs> hell yeah, Spider Man. <laughs> so now the important question is will we get banned if we make our own mod and put the raider flag in instead probably <laughs> yeah, probably this people off to no end let's do it exactly do we know a programmer that could do that actually wouldn't that be nuts I think we just need um yeah, we just need some way to do some t- to rig up some textures. So yeah, flag. that's all you need to do is um re- replace the textures basically. All right, all right. Yes, um, it's basically a job for a designer, somebody who's really good at like three D work and stuff. Or even so anyway, uh, what, so what happened to this guy? So Bess, he did get banned, and Nexus mods basically just they just completely lost their marbles and said, you know. This is what they said. We don't want we... to and won't argue this with you. Oh my god. We've now expanded in our stance and we're providing a platform for you to distort our position in order to defeat an irrational and paranoid narrative. What? For America? What? <laughs> a paranoid narrative? Um, just a sec here, but uh, did they... Are, are you sure this guy didn't turn around and use uh, the ISIS flag? I don't know what the hell they're talking about here. This is crazy. Oh, and here's what's really funny. The paragraph right above that, it says, Nexus Mod says, it's not trying to set itself up as an authority on what modders can and can't do. But <laughs> as a private company, it can and will choose what comment it, uh, what content it wants to host. That's literally the same fucking thing, you morons. This site has oh previously taken similar content down quietly. But today's blog draws a line in the sand that moderators know not to cross. So literally you're saying, I'm the fucking authority on what you can and can't do. Yeah. Wow, you hypocritical. In the same sentence, they said that shit. <laughs> what? Absolutely, but they've not even done it quietly in the past. They've allowed mods up that let you change any flag in any game to fucking Nazi flags. Oh my goodness, this is yeah. crazy. I guarantee some of them will still be up. Yeah, and I know some for some other games, I know some pretty racist mods that you can change up everything. Like, there's <laughs> a mod in in a Doom game that changes demons to African Americans while they throw like all these stereotypes. Oh my goodness! Really, yeah. Oh, well, we know what Jolt gets up to on a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, that one was a pretty racist mod, but this like for them to lose their marbles in such a way. And How dare you enjoy America? Yeah, uh, th- yeah, they said that that you're supporting a narrative, and they also said that th- it's against their position. Yeah, and what is like, that supposed to mean? And they're like, you can do that elsewhere where we won't care enough to read it. Ooh. Okay, look, we'll do just that. See, yeah. um, Nexus Mods isn't the only place to get mods from for your favorite video games. You got places like the Steam Workshop, and so much more. But one other alternative kind of joined the train too, called ModDB, which they also removed that 
American flag mod for the Spider-Man game. Seriously. Oh crap! Them too. That's oh, lame. So Boxcar Husky said something else I thought was um, interesting. Didn't Nexus have Nazi mods for Fallout Three? Lol. They did indeed, yeah. and they probably mm. still do. Really? Oh yeah, that's yeah. what. I was, that's literally what I was meaning. I have seen mods up on Nexus changing flags to Nazi symbols, and it was in Fallout games, and they were still up there for ages, and they probably <laughs> still are because they don't. They haven't quietly taken them down. Yeah, we're not the authority on it. <laughs> okay, um, pretty much why I said what I said at the beginning of the video. Fucking hell. Right, oh, it's just... <laughs> Imagine, like, something, something so innocuous gets treated like this. So I'm kind of curious when the Australian flag's going to be cancelled. Well, first they have to make like a game of this scale set in Australia with as many rainbow flags or whatever have you, and somebody de-rainbow flags it. Weren't they like voting on a new one recently? There was like four different ones, or was that for New Zealand? That might have been for New Zealand. I think it was like a couple of years ago. There was like um, yeah, there was like a few different flag designs they were trying to vote for. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, you just don't do that. Now, so, that brings us to the next item of the week. Oh, what is it now? Well, I know there's a lot of talk about Lord of the Rings. You know, you've heard about the Amazon TV series and all the controversy that it's garnered. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. But what we're here to talk about today is um, the recent buyout of The Lord of the Rings by Embracer Group. Okay, I remember you showing me this before, and I'm like... Yeah, this was um, also very sudden, actually. Just came out a few days ago. Yeah, there there was no, um, like, talk about this up until... Just literally, just until a couple of days ago, I was very surprised because Tolkien's works have only been owned by, I believe, two companies. It was like the, the Tolkien and the Tolkien. Yeah, the Tolkien. Yeah, exactly. The the estate, and now they sold out to Embracer Group. Jeez, not so entirely no. Well, not entirely, not entirely, but they did uh, send over their rights. So let's. Let's see what they say about this. I've never even heard of Embracer Group until now. They own a yeah. lot of stuff, dude. They're huge. They're like a multi-billion dollar company. That's right. And now the Embracer Group have just been on this big buying spree. They've bought a lot of a lot of game studios and everything else. You know, they have IDOS, Gearbox, Deus Ex. THQ. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, Ooh, what they tr- I'm, I mean, I'm not sure what they're trying to do. Like, are they trying to create like a centralized Uber gaming platform or something? It or, like, seems like they want a lot of stuff like all over the world. It's crazy. So, let's see what this says here. Um, video game giant Embracer Group has obtained the rights for The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien 
through its acquisition of Middle Earth Enterprises. The holdings company also acquired multiple other gaming studios to form its new group, Embracer Free Mode. So this is a gaming company, by the way. Like the, This is not Netflix or, or Amazon, or whatever the new yeah. one is going to be on. But, um, and so what we're expecting is, like, I know the Lord of the Rings has had some video game adaptations over its past life. Like, there was an RPG on it. There's the Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, a Lego version, a Lego adaptation of it, Lego Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I heard there was, like, some new thing coming out on, like, one of the Lord of the Rings game. I think one studio just announced it a little while ago. Like, they're still working on stuff. So, like, they, the other companies still have certain rights to, like, certain characters, and I'm not exactly sure how it all works legally. Yeah. But, um, um yeah. Something I'm curious about, do they have just the rights to the games of Lord of the Rings? Yeah. He's the one um, can and can't do. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so does Embracer Group own the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit? The answer is no. So, they, the book publishing rights still belong to the estate. And, you know, Warner Brothers has the feature-length production rights. Like, you know, because they have that license and so forth. Amazon basically came to an agreement with the Tolkien estate. And so with the video games, I would say... Yeah, so I would say this is the this is them having the license to do video game adaptations for the Lord of the Rings. My intuition. Yeah, well, not not yeah, other things as well. I'm pretty sure. It's like it's not just games; it's also like tabletop games. Uh, they have certain rights to merchandising. Right. Oh yeah, it'll be anything that's to do with some form of gaming for it. And I, I believe f- they said the feature performances too, and like um, any kind of advertising when it comes to like. What was it? And like amusement parks and stuff. Like that was part of the agreement. Right. So I have a baseless conspiracy theory about this. You know how like Disney like bought up Star Wars and like really abruptly and just that was a crazy $4 billion deal? Well, yeah. they were anticipating a bunch of new stuff being made. Now, with you know this new show coming out, the most expensive there's like a hundred and fifty million dollar budget for like this the new Rings of Power show, which is crazy. Like they're expecting it to be really big, and so I think this company kind of jumped on the opportunity of Lord of the Rings potentially becoming more popular again. Maybe, but they might be jumping a bit too soon because isn't it um, Amazon that's making it? Yeah, yeah, it's not even out yet. Yeah, and then they just did this, and I did read somewhere. This is just—I don't know if it's true, but it's—they said it was around a two billion dollar deal. Jesus, that that they did with the Tolkien estate and all that. So I don't know. I mean, Disney spent four billion on Star Wars, and I'm pretty sure they already gained all that back. Yeah, but they ruined the franchise. Yeah, they destroyed it because they're Disney. (laughs) <laughs> Amazon basically made all the invested all these millions, and so far it's not looking so optimistic. Yeah, so, and the, the same things. Oh, sorry. If this has to do with any kind of cash injection to the main franchise, yeah, that's what I was saying. That it's like they they're jumping on it because like they know it. Well, it's like an investment for it, but yeah. Yeah, get in now. Be the headliners of all the games. Let the companies that are currently working on games still finish them, but we're the headliners. So once this new show comes out, 
all these profits that'll be flooding in will come straight back to us. Yeah, and who knows? There could be other shows that come out too. You know, called the spin-offs from like uh, the Mandalorian or whatever. They could have like uh, I don't know the story of Aragorn or something like that, or anything really, anything they want to do. And they can just yeah. use that as a cash grab, and then they're going to destroy the franchise just like Star Wars was destroyed. They're going to throw in all their woke, woke bullshit, and then that's it, game over. Yeah. And you know what? But you I don't know, know if Embracer Group is different. I mean, yeah, they. I don't know. Like, I've been told reports that they may be hands off and let the studios have most of the creative control. Oh yeah, they will do because they don't want to ruin the profits. So if they're hands off, they still get the profits without any of the work. Yeah, they just, hopefully the people that are running the studios know what the hell they're doing. Um, but I guess that's about, the risk, right? Avera, what about the latest TV show of the Lord of the Rings franchise? Yeah, what about it? My um, hope that they'll make like profits is pretty much well, you know. Oh, you hope Sisters makes the profits? Yes, precious. No, I, I do hope that they... I don't know how to feel about it. It's It doesn't... It's weird. So some of the things I've heard the actors and actresses say... Like, earlier I was watching a video about this uh, this African-American actor, and he said, there were never any colored L's before. <laughs> we erased that. And I'm like, huh? Wait, what, tell me about who your character is. You know, what's his his backstory, like, what kind of powers or whatever. I don't, like, why are you talking about the, the race of the elves and how proud you are that you're making it less white? Like, it was weird. Like, these people are weird. I don't know why he cares about that. It's just so it seems like they're already trying to make it about the message rather than <laughs> the Lord of the Rings. And that's sad. Sorry. So... What what do you think they could do? Like Embracer obviously plans they're gonna they're gonna use the hell out of its new precious. <laughs> <laughs> I would say shut everything down for about four years and then try to restart. Oh. Yeah. Maybe they're basically starting to explore, you know, side series based on iconic characters like Gandalf, Aragorn. <laughs> Drill, so forth. I was just saying that earlier. What do you know? <laughs> and merchandising options too. So, but don't forget, you've got to appeal to everyone, not just different races and sexualities. So legless is about to become legless, so it can appeal to disabled people. Oh, legless! Uh... That's oh, <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Ryan Oofs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. But so, what do you think now? Like, Lord of the Rings has just been like pulled in a million directions as of late. I I wish they would have just left it where it was. Even like the Hobbit movies, that was a cash grab, but they were done fairly well. Some parts, some parts. But like, if they would have left it there and never touched it again, that would have been fine. You know, we don't have to to do this, to, to all this retconning stuff, because now the world's gone so crazy where everything's the message, and they're going to ruin it. And that that's that's not really fair to everyone who used to like this franchise. Right, before Lord of the Rings even became a franchise and so forth. But Yeah, yeah, just the whole 
idea of it. It's just mm-hmm. depressing. Yeah. Aside from that, though, there is... We've got another item to go through for the week. Here it is. Joan of Arc to be portrayed as non-binary and questioning the gender binary, quote-unquote, in the new play, I, Joan. <laughs> um, hang on a minute. Wasn't this supposed to be some sort of, like, um, pride woman story thing? I thought this was like a Babylon B article when I first saw this. It's, it's like there's no way this is real. Like we all know who Joan of Arc is. What the hell? Oh no. No. What's I'm sorry, but I feel the same as Avera. This is basically just spitting on history. It really is. Yeah. The fact and the fact that she is a woman, that's her whole huh, arc. Get it? Mm-hmm. But yeah, she is a woman, you know, fighting with the men. She knows who she is and she's proud of it. She's not questioning as non-binary. What the hell is that crap? The way I, I, to Joan of Arc, they're saying that? That is so disrespectful. What the yeah, hell? Look at how much women have always fought and fought to portray strong women in media and everything, everywhere. Strong women. Now you're saying you can't even have a strong woman because they've not even they can't have a gender anymore. Yeah, she's questioning gender binary. Doesn't what? This is this is bad. This is a bad take. I we probably see if they wanted to go the feminist route, they could have at least made her strong women power because, like, that's really what she was at the end of the day. Like, no shame there. But what is this crap? Ali said something. Uh, uh, Stop making everything about non-binary. Yeah, it's 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 a new trend. I don't I don't get it. Was that, I, yeah, it's it's not good enough now to finally have all that equality of having strong men, weak men, strong females, weak females. It doesn't matter now. It's got to be non-binary now, otherwise it's offensive. Yeah, just erase the genders, right? Everyone's the same. Yeah, um, genders don't exist. I'm sorry, but so for me, when I've seen Joan of Arc TV shows when they try to produce that, it's always difficult finding the right actress. Like the, the Dragonheart actress in the first movie. She was mm-hmm. an excellent actress for the role. Mm-hmm. Just how everything played out from the way she looked, acted. With the Joan of Arc TV sh- uh, m- movies and TV series, like the miniseries I've seen, the uh, they've always found it difficult to find a woman that meets the same criteria as the one from the stories, or at least from the early stories. Right. That is difficult. And if you watch the commentary to Dragonheart, you'll find out that, yes, it was, in fact, very difficult to find a woman to match what they wanted. But for this, this is just... I I, I can, under, like I said, I can understand that it's difficult to find an, an actress to portray Joan of Arc, but to simply turn around and go, oh, fuck this, we'll just put a guy in that's... Uh, yeah. Well, they've, put, um, they've cast a non-binary actor in this depiction of it, Isabel Thom. In this new depiction of it. Wait, well, what's the name? Isabel... Okay. Is it yeah. a guy or a girl, though? The non-binary That's actor. not a thing. Is it a girl or a guy? The name Isabel is probably a girl. Yes. Okay. So okay. Okay. (laughs) So there we go. And look at the current depiction of it. It's just 
look at this. This is how they're depicting the the quote unquote non binary Joan of Arc in a friggin' cover they're covering that face up with a chainmail helmet. Oh fucking hell. Um, before, if she's non binary, why is she wearing a bra? Hold on. <laughs> why are they taking um shit, I can't think of the name now. Uh, why are they taking Mulan, sort of uh, some stuff from Mulan, and throwing it into Joan of Arc? I was just thinking that. Yo, you're right. She totally does have Mulan vibes in that picture. Mm-hmm. You know who I think would make a really cool Joan of Arc? Um, the actress who played Eowyn in Lord of the Rings. You know, um, I am no man. Ha! And she like killed the Witch King. Oh yeah, uh, she, yeah, she was cool. I could see her being Joan of Arc. I mean, she's always yeah. like so calm and nice, but she's also like cold and interesting. Yeah, she she oh, could be a... another like bounding into comics. The uh, the writers of this article she has a yeah. really interesting depiction of Joan of Arc, like by in the Japanese game Warriors Orochi Free, depicted through Japanese, you know, like by Japanese people through Japanese lenses. Huh. Okay. I mean. She has a flower in her hair. Of course she does. <laughs> I mean, at the very least, like even the Japanese un- designers still understand a semblance of femininity. Of course. Yeah. yeah, they do. So who made this decision for Joan of Arc to be non-binary? Um, okay, this is a British playwright and actor, Charlie Josephine, whose bio knows that they are particularly passionate about quote-unquote stories <laughs> that center working-class women and queer people Oh my goodness! So, so they're uh, okay. Yeah. We know everything about them right now. Mm. <laughs> Jeez, it's just a moron, basically. Well, yeah. he's a well, you know, or she, yeah. Charlie yeah. Josephine. Who the hell even knows these days? Oh my yeah. god. Basically, they, you know what their depiction is, is um, they think that the word they dates back to years before Joan of Arc was even born. And like, it's... Yeah, it means more than one person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what do you mean? They, the group, them, more than one. Of course there's a word for that. Ah, oh, this is so silly. I know, like, why does this even need to exist? Why do they have to do do a depiction of this? Of uh, be- because this? communists and radical gender theorists like this person gets into power, and then they spew their nonsense, and then they change culture and destroy it. That that's what they do. So Ellie came up with another uh, comment. Apparently, I'm non-binary now because I want to call females non-binary now. Because, oh, sorry, they want to call females non-binary now. Yeah, uh, Ali, from what I understand, women are considered to be a figment of the imagination for men. At which point uh, a man can turn around at any point, turn around and say they're a woman and they have to be accepted as one. Turn around and squeeze a fucking baby out. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, men can get pregnant now, right? No. That's the world, exactly. No, but if you say that, you're like a transphobe or something. I really don't care. It's the truth. No, they can't. Obviously. 
because we're not retarded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but some people are. <laughs> well, yeah. I thought Joan of Arc and Mulan were basically two... I want to say themes that you couldn't fuck with. They just literally turned around, sliced them open, diced them up, and then just spat them all over the floor. Well, what they did with Mulan was extremely upsetting, yeah. That was, I mean, they took a Disney classic, which was actually just a retelling of a classic legend. Um, that's potentially maybe a true story. I'm not sure if it is. I but think the um, Mulan, I, think I, I believe to the Chinese community, is referred to as the Ballot of Mulan. Yeah. If I recall correctly. It's, I don't know if it's a true, true story, if it's based on fact, but whatever, it's interesting, you know, and it was a great movie. And then, yeah, they totally destroyed it. And now with with this, I don't know, it's not looking so great. I mean, it's literally Joan of Arc. You, like, you really can't fuck that up if you know the history of it. Like, like how can you mess that up, right? But no, somehow they, they found a way. No, they actually they didn't mess it up. <laughs> they found a way to defile it. But the, yeah, well, but the yeah. matter what they do, it will still be futile in the long scheme of things. Because after all, the history of you know Joan of Arc, and that is very, very, very well documented and very well preserved, and it will endure. Well, so yeah, and so is the legacy of Joan of Arc. So yeah, their idea is going to go up in flames because no one's going to bother with it and then you just know they're going to start screeching online saying, oh, well, everyone's against this and that. Everyone's this, that and the other because they didn't go and see this. They didn't, didn't do this. It's all men's fault. <laughs> yeah, right. Focus purely on their ideology and propaganda. It takes the storyline that they're trying to tell and just throws it completely out the window. Yep. So it's the same issue again. It's like, if you want to make a story based on something like this, someone that's non-binary, then take your own fucking creativity and make a new one. Mm -hmm. Stop changing stuff. Like, just make yourself your own character up. Yeah, I've had that issue for a long time with how they are completely, like, retro-conning everything. It's like, yo, stop hijacking characters and mm -hmm. turning them gay all of a sudden. Like, yo, just make your own dude. You know, whatever. If, yeah. if, you're, that, if you're not that creative, then don't get involved. Oh, Avera, creativity's basically gone out the window. I mean, they couldn't have made their own uh, Joan of Hark. Not hey, Joan of and Hark just to... And just to wrap this segment up, that these people can't create. They just defile. Yeah. yeah. So there is that. Literally yeah. like Morgoth. You know, Morgoth always wanted that secret fire to create life. but He could only corrupt. What was all that right. um, phrase used once upon a time by a certain fairy that we all know? Neo pink pencil fuck of death. What? <laughs> uh, I, I don't recall. Uh, it was an old rant. Ah, well. Ah, well. But so we have come towards the end of the week. Well, that was quite the trip, wouldn't you say? It yeah, was. Just, just a bit. Yeah. Oh, and guys, I would just like to um, acknowledge someone's uh, sexual identity here. Uh, Emerson Kali says, I'm a strong, empty, 
orange juice can. Thank <laughs> you. I respect your pronouns and your identity. You're you're I'm... valid and strong and stunning and brave. Okay, Indeed. sorry, go on. <laughs> so, in that do, we would like to start with a closing statement. Well, I think we've just learned today that even the people who used to be on the woke side are getting attacked because of stupid shit that they decided to do and then got caught out and now they're getting cancelled. And don't show pride for your country. <laughs> no, you must show pride for pride. Mm-hmm. All right. Just imagine how much worse that could have been. Instead of an American flag, they could have put on fuck off pride, kill the gays. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's an American flag. Perfectly describe the state of it, things we're in. But, yeah. <laughs> so bonkers. All right. Noble? I need to use a brick wall again. I'm sorry, but I like the story of Joan of Arc. And... Uh, uh, I'm done. Yeah. I, I hear you, man. I hope, I hope you haven't lost any brain cells as a result of that action. Yeah, no, the I, baby fur thing from before basically killed about a dozen of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Vera. Wow. Okay, what a week, guys. This has been pretty crazy in uh, what's just been going on lately. I have to say, probably like the biggest thing overall... I'm not sure how Embracer um, buying out, you know, a, a lot of the the rights to Tolkien's work. I don't know how that's really going to affect or change things. It seems like they have big plans in the future, but I mean, I really don't know too much about these guys. Just that they're like really, really wealthy and super huge and trying to like take over the world. Maybe, possibly. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it'll be interesting to see like what happens next. Now, with the series coming out and potentially what what they're able to do with games, I don't know. Maybe they'll bring more hype for this for the franchise and get it going for like true Tolkien fans. You, you never know. So maybe it's a good thing. But um, yeah, interesting week, guys. Uh, indeed, indeed. <laughs> and you know, as I always say, hope. I do hope you enjoyed this show as much as we did making it, and thank you for those who tuned in. And as always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, BitChute, and more further down the line. Well, this is us signing off for the week. Farewell, and until next time. Bye. See ya. Later. <laughs>